Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of the podcast called The Dictionary. Things are still going on, same as they have been for the last four weeks or something. Quarantining, sheltering place. I hope you live in a state that is uh, demanding that. There are a few states that aren't, right? There are some governors who aren't really doing uh, what they should be doing. Send them a message. Tell them to stop doing the bad stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's say the first word. It is bell, B-E-L-L. Uh, it is a noun. It is the first form before the 12th century. That's when it's from. 1A, a hollow metallic device that gives off a reverberating sound when struck. 1B, synonym is doorbell. 2A, the sounding of a bell as a signal. 2B, a stroke of a bell as on a shipboard to indicate to indicate the time. Also, the time so indicated. To see, a half-hour period of a watch on shipboard indicated by the strokes of a bell. And then it says to see the ship's bells table below, which I will get to shortly. Uh, I guess I could actually just say that now, since that is what we are talking about. So, there is the uh, there's a few columns, number of bells, one through eight. Then there is the hour. There's the uh, three columns for the hour. Uh, I think it must start at... Okay, so in number of bells, one bell is... I think it. I think what it's saying is 12.30 a.m., 4.30 a.m., and then... Oh, it could be... Or p.m. 12.30 a.m. or p.m., 4.30 a.m. or p.m., and then 8.30 a.m. or p.m. I won't say a.m. or p.m. again. Uh, and then number of bells, two. So two bells is at 1 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Three bells is at 1.30... 5.30, 9.30, I think you can see a pattern, four bells, four bells is 2 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 10 o'clock, five bells is 2.30, 6.30, 10.30, six bells is 3 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 11 o'clock, seven bells, 3.30, 7.30, and eight bells is 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 12 o'clock. So depending on how many bells you hear ringing, you can easily figure out what time it is on a ship. All right, now we have number three, something having the form of a bell as 3A, the corolla of a flower, 3B, a bell-shaped organ or part as the umbrella of a jellyfish or the dewlap of a moose. Maybe we should put pictures of the umbrella of a jellyfish or the dewlap of a moose. 3C, the part of a capital of a column between the abacus and neck molding. 3D, the flared end of a wind instrument. 4A, a percussion instrument consisting of metal bars or tubes that when struck give out tones resembling bells, usually used in the plural. And of course, you can't hear that and not think about the classic Saturday Night Live sketch with uh, more cowbell, please. And then for B, we have the synonym glockenspiel. So this is Middle English bell with an E at the end from Old English, perhaps akin to the Old English bellan, which means to roar, more at the word bellow. Next, we have the second form of bell. It is a transitive verb from the 14th century. One, to provide with a bell. Number two, to flare the end of as a tube into the shape of a bell. Intransitive definition, to make 
to take the form of a bell. Synonym is flare. Bell the cat is a phrase that I don't think I've heard. To do a daring or risky deed. If you're going to do that, you'd bell the cat. Now we have the third form of bell. It is an intransitive verb from before the 12th century. To make a resonant bellowing or baying sound. As in, the wild buck bells from ferny break. That is a quote from Sir Walter Scott. Now we have the fourth form of bell. It is a noun from 1510. Synonyms are bellow and roar. Now we have belladonna. It is all one word. Noun from 1597. One, an old world poisonous plant of the nightshade family having purple or green bell-shaped flowers, glossy black berries, and root and leaves that yield atropine. Called also Deadly Nightshade. Oh, that is in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, I think. Number two, a medicinal extract, as atropine, from the belladonna plant. This is Italian, and it literally means beautiful lady. Uh, I will see if I can post a picture of this. And if you're not aware, I've mentioned it many times, but I do have an Instagram account where I occasionally post pictures of uh, words that I have said from that day's episode, or sometimes I get behind and it's from a couple days before. Next, we have belladonna lily, two words, noun from 1734. The synonym is amaryllis. Next is bell bird, one word, noun from 1802. Any of various birds whose notes suggest the sound of a bell. Hmm, maybe we can post an audio example of this. And then in parentheses, the birds, it says... As flycatchers of the genus Procneus and the honey eater of the genus Athornis, or no, Anthornis. That's sort of a tongue twister, Anthornis. Now we have bell bottoms, two words with a hyphen, noun from 1904, pants with wide flaring bottoms. Bell bottom is an adjective. When I was in high school, in the mid to late 90s, bell bottoms sort of got a little bit of a resurgence. But uh, in addition to the regular bell bottoms that flared out maybe like, I don't know, six to 10 inches, or no, probably more than that, uh, there were people who had bell bottoms uh, that were like in a foot, a two feet, three feet wide. I don't think they were called bell bottoms. I think they probably had some other name, but that was kind of an interesting uh, fashion phase. Next, we have bellboy, one word, noun from 1857. Synonym is bellhop. Next is bell buoy, two words, noun from 1823. A buoy with a bell rung by the action of the waves. So if the waves are very strong, very big, the bell is going nuts. Next is bell captain, two words, noun from 1900. We have the 2C definition for the word captain. Next is bell curve. Two words, noun from 1938. Synonym is normal curve. I'm sure you've all seen examples of the bell curve. It's, it's it, you know, it's the thing where most of the information is in the middle and then there's outliers on the left and the right sides. And it can be used in lots and lots of examples of things. All right, next is bell with an E at the end, noun from 1622. A popular and attractive girl or woman, especially a girl or woman whose charm and beauty make her a favorite, as in the bell of the ball. 
This is French from the feminine of the word beau, B-E-A-U, which means beautiful. And, you know, beau is the masculine form, uh, so belle is the feminine form. And then there's more at the word beau. Next, we have balik, capital B-E-L-L-E-E-K. It is a trademark used for a very thin translucent porcelain with a lustrous pearly glaze produced in Ireland. Next is Belle Epoque. Two words. Belle is the first word. Epoque, E-P-O-Q-U-E, is the second word. It is a noun from 1904, a period of high artistic or cultural development, especially such a period in Fin de Cicle, France. Sharon, how do you pronounce this word? S-I-E-C-L-E in French. Cicle? That's not how you say it. This word right here, S-I-E-C-L-E. Cicle? We don't, she knows more about French than I do, but we're learning. Uh, This is French, and it literally means beautiful age. Now we have Bellerophon, capital B-E-L-L-E-R-O-P-H-O-N. It is a noun from 1561 a legendary Greek hero noted for killing the Chimera. Yeah, we got to find a picture of both the Chimera and Bellerophon. I thought it was maybe a musical instrument, because sometimes they end in P-H-O-N, but not this one. Next is Belletra, or I don't think there's much of an emphasis on any specific syllable. Belletra. B-E-L-L-E-S is the first word. L-E-T-T-R-E-S is the second word. Noun from 1665. I hate pronouncing these French words because I'm terrible at it. Literature that is an end in itself and not merely informative. Specifically, light, entertaining, and often sophisticated literature. This is a French word phrase, literally means fine letters. That's an interesting concept. Next we have belletrist or belletrist. It is from 18, it's a noun from 1801, a writer of belletra. Belletristic is a, an adjective, and it could be spelled, let's see, a couple of, oh, belletristic. So they combine the words B-E-L-L-E-T-R-I-S-T-I-C or belletristic with a, with a hyphen between them. Both are fine. Next is bellflower, one word, noun from 1578. Any of a genus of widely cultivated herbs having alternate leaves and usually showy bell-shaped flowers. The genus is Campanula of the family Campanulaceae. And then our last word is bellhop. Earlier we had bellboy. It is one word spelled the normal way, noun from 1897 a hotel or club employee who escorts guests to rooms, assists assists them with luggage, and runs errands. It is short for Bell Hopper. Well, the word of the episode, I think, is going to have to be Bell Bottoms. Thank you very much for listening, and this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.